Hello and welcome to the Mother Connection Podcast with me, your host, Kelly Vickery. Each week, I'll be sharing a 10-minute episode giving you the insights and actionable tools that you need to navigate the season of your life as a modern mother so that you can feel calmer, more in control, and feel more connected to yourself. My firm belief is that if we can learn to support ourselves with love and compassion, then we're better set up for success in doing the same for our children. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Mother Connection podcast and this is actually the last of 2023 and the last episode of season one which segues really nicely for a little break over Christmas and season two will be starting in the new year. So what better way to wrap up the season especially when this is being released a week before Christmas Day when you might be seeing parents or in-laws or extended family. So I thought this would be relevant to talk about boundaries. And there is so much to say about boundaries, but this is going to be essentially a bit of a crash course just to get you started on setting boundaries. So many people talk about boundaries in so many different ways because it is such a huge topic. So I always like to start by saying, Take what resonates with you and leave the rest if it doesn't sit with you. I guess the first place to start is to discuss what are boundaries. And I like to think about them as two types of boundaries. The first one is internal boundaries. And the second one is external boundaries. Both come from me, but there is a slight difference. So an internal boundary is a limit or a need that I meet for myself. So it's saying something like, I am going to get up early, or I'm not going to gossip, or I'm going to practice surrendering more. And those things can be on a scale, and some of them will have a hard line. So for me, I go to bed at 10 p.m. every night because I know I feel better mentally, my mood is better, and I'm much more productive when I've had enough sleep. So for me, that is a hard line boundary. So these are the things that if no one else is around, those would be your internal boundaries. They are the standards, the limits, the disciplines that we set for ourselves. And I also think that internal boundaries are an amazing way to start building trust with yourself. External boundaries are where other people come in. And then this is where it gets a little bit trickier. So external boundaries are how we want to essentially be treated by other people. So it's not about the other person. It is about us. So boundaries have very little to do with the other person. They're all about what we want and what we need. So an example of this might be, I don't like my mother-in-law popping in unannounced because it makes me feel uncomfortable. Or I might set a boundary with my team that says, I don't answer emails after 6 p.m. because that is time with my family. And as parents, I actually think we have a bit of a cheat on this because we're probably all setting boundaries all the time with our children. Don't throw your cup or don't hit your brother. We set boundaries to them based on what we are comfortable with, both for ourselves and for our children. And everyone's boundaries are different, right? So external boundaries, the limits that we set when we are around others. So essentially it's about keeping us emotionally and mentally safe. And there's different subsets of what boundaries are. You know, there's financial boundaries or physical boundaries, but that's not something I'm going to speak about in this particular episode. 
I think the most important thing to remember is that it is okay to set a boundary with another person. So many women struggle with boundaries. Every single woman I've coached has struggled with boundaries and I do too. I still struggle with boundaries because it's advocating for our needs, for what we want. And after when we were younger, we may have set a boundary, but it wasn't taken seriously. It might have been squashed. It might have been overridden by our caregivers, or it might even been forced upon us. Like when I was younger, if you know one of my mom's friends came to the door or a family member, I was often told to hug them, to greet them, right? Like so my mom would be like, oh, go and hug so-and-so to say hello. Even if I didn't feel comfortable doing that, I still did it because, you know, I was a child and it was what you did. So we might be running this old program that it is not okay to set a boundary. The other thing that's tricky with boundaries is typically the other person is going to have a reaction to it. And so many people say to me, how do I set a boundary with no reaction? And my response is always, I mean, you don't. Typically, when we set a boundary, it's like dropping a stone in a pond. There is always going to be a ripple effect of that. And in my experience, I've never set a boundary and the other person has gone, oh my God, thank you so much. You know, I have been thinking that I've been taking advantage of you a little bit. No, that has never happened. The other person is going to have resistance to your boundary. They're going to have a reaction. But that is not within your control. That is not your responsibility to manage. You can understand it. You can have compassion for the other person when you're setting a boundary because until this point, there's been the system of how you've always been. Maybe you've always been that yes person or you've always been accommodating or you've always kept the peace. And whenever there's change, there's always that time of chaos, right? Like things are the same. And then there's change. There is absolutely chaos because things have been thrown up in the air. But then they do go back to being the same. Once that change becomes the norm, things settle at a new level. It's just that for once in our lives, we are the person that's creating the chaos because we're advocating for ourselves as opposed to saying, oh, don't worry, it's fine. I'll do it, no problem. But their reaction, the other person's reaction, doesn't take away from the importance of your boundary. Your boundary is about your need being met and how you want to be treated. So when you're new to boundaries, start small with them. Don't start with your sister-in-law or your mother-in-law or whoever it is that you have the trickiest relationship with. Start by practicing with your hairdresser or with the guy that pours your coffee. That's where I started with my hairdresser. She cut my hair in a way that I didn't like. And I said to her, I don't like the way that you've cut my hair. I'm going to come back and I want you to do it for free, please. And I honestly felt like physically sick when I said it. And I was shaking when I said it. But I said it because I was advocating for my needs, because my boundary is that I pay for a service and then I expect it to be as I want it. Same if if I'm at a restaurant, if my food is cold or I got a coffee that I didn't order, you know, they gave me a different coffee to what I ordered, I would say, excuse me, I've been given the wrong coffee. This wasn't the coffee that I ordered. Can you please change it? 
Start small so you can practice and hear yourself saying out loud what you need. So to clarify, boundaries are for you. They are not for the other person. They are not to punish. We don't want to punish with boundaries, just the same as we're not punishing our kids for throwing the cup. We're just saying that's not okay. That's my boundary. And the more I've worked with boundaries, and it's 100% still a work in progress for me, don't think that I do this perfectly because I absolutely don't. But the more I've been able to do it, I have noticed that my relationships have got better because there isn't that underlying resentment because I'm not doing things I don't want to do anymore or feel like I'm being quiet when I want to speak up. And by doing this, the more confident I've been able to become because the more comfortable I am saying how I'm feeling and what I am or am not okay with. And I'm going to be honest, some relationships have fallen away, but far more have actually got stronger. And I've also noticed that my sense of worth has massively increased since I've started working on my boundaries. Because every time I set a boundary and say something like, I'm not comfortable with that, or no, that doesn't work for me. What I'm saying to myself is you're really important in your life, that you matter. And even if that's like with the coffee guy or the hairdresser, I'm advocating for myself. I'm standing up for myself and I'm essentially affirming to myself my worth. And I think when I really struggled with boundaries, that's because I really struggled with my self-worth. And I used to think, you know, who am I? To upset someone or who am I to upset that friend because of what she said and then I'd kind of explain away their behavior or I'd make excuses like oh she's having a really hard time I'm just gonna let that go and sometimes you do just want to let it go and that's fine but what I was doing is I was making excuses for not speaking my truth because I was too afraid to actually say how I felt because I was worried about their reaction or I felt like I wasn't worthy of speaking up So I've worked a lot on boundaries over the years and I've done quite a few different coaching exercises around boundaries. But I would say that the first place to start is actually to ask you yourself three questions. The first question is, where do I feel taken advantage of or resentful or disempowered? And I've used three different words there because each word's going to land differently with different people. So I'll often ask myself, where do I feel resentful? So how this might be manifesting is when you feel dread or anxiety about particular conversations with a friend or a group of people that you know. Maybe you have a group of friends that always talk about religion or politics. Maybe it's that you're constantly avoiding a certain person or you find yourself agreeing to everything so that things run smoothly. So maybe you constantly say things like, I just want to keep the peace. I don't like rocking the boat. You probably need a boundary. Maybe it's when you spend time with that friend that you feel really drained by when you're with them or after you spend time with them, or maybe it's a friend that you're regularly sucked into their conflict and their drama, they're constantly gossiping. Again, that's probably a sign that you need a boundary. Just to bring it to life a little bit, maybe the example is, I feel really disempowered by my brother-in-law, for example, because he always talks down to me. So the second question you'd need to ask yourself is, Is there a boundary that needs to be set? Now, that answer might be no. And in the example of the brother-in-law, so maybe that's just something that I need to accept. Maybe that's just who he is and there's 
that's got nothing to do with me. Or yes, I do need to set a boundary. I do need to say to him that I don't want him to speak to me like that anymore. Or maybe I need to limit the contact that I have with him. That answer is almost like a yes or no. Does a boundary need to be set? And then the third question is, if a boundary does need to be set, what might that boundary be? So getting really clear about what that boundary would need to be for you. And remember, a boundary is about you. So what boundary needs to be put in place for you to feel comfortable, for your needs to be met, for you to be treated in the way that you want to be treated? So as I say, this is like a little bit of a starter, a bit of a crash course into starting to set boundaries. And I hope that really helps you to get on your way to setting boundaries. So I really hope that that helps you to get started with setting boundaries. As I say, this is a bit of a crash course. This is a work in progress. Start small, start practicing so that you can hear yourself out loud advocating for yourself. I'll leave it there for this week. Just a friendly reminder that I do have limited spaces for my one-to-one coaching starting in January. And if you are serious about making changes in your life so that you can unlock your confidence, fully trust yourself and make 2024 your year of reconnection and rediscovery, then check out the show notes to apply to work with me or DM me the word coaching on Instagram and I'll be in touch. As I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, I'm going to be taking a break over Christmas and season two will be back in the new year. So I look forward to seeing you then. really want to take this opportunity to wish you a magical Christmas and wishing you all the very best for the new year.